Hello and welcome to the next episode of the Super Freak Media Podcast, No Ghouls Allowed. We're on episode 5, which seems crazy, it seems like we only started yesterday. Today we are going to be talking about monster movies. Liam and Charlie have been to see Godzilla, so they're going to be talking about that. But first of all... There's no Richard again. I'm going to say that. This month. I'm going to say that, Liam. I'm getting there, mate. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I feel like he's he's been here for... We're getting close to him being here and not being here an equal amount. Words. Words. He came... (laughs) He was here for the first two, which were on the same day. Yeah. And then he was here for the third one. Yeah. And then he's not been here since. Yeah. Because he's a melt. Or... Basically. We've killed him. Or we've killed him. Or... Or... Nothing. Brilliant. Dead air. He's ju- he's Conspiracy <laughs> theory. Or he's just. Working. Or he's here and he's just very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be talking Godzilla and yeah. monster movies monster in general, movies. the good and the bad. Oh god. Uh, I've got some bad ones. Oh, I've got uh, so many bad. To chat about, which yeah. is excellent. Um, we're going to briefly discuss other things that we've seen. So I think we should kick it off with that. Yeah, it usually takes quite a bit of time to get through this, Let's condense it? this. So, so we're going to condense it down into a nice, neatly formed package. Liam, have you seen anything good? Yeah, I, film-wise, I think recently uh, me and Charlie went to go see Brightburn um, yes. at the cinema. It was on unlimited screening, so it was just a little before I think it actually came out. But I, I'm seeing friends going to see it now. I don't think it's on anymore, to be fair. I think it was, yeah, it was very limited, um, but fantastic, actually. it's The premise is basically... I think I saw um, our friend Edward posted this on Facebook and it was brilliant. If Superman was growing up, it was a bit of a <laughs> kind of kind of what 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 happens. Yeah, it's it's a lot gorier than I think we thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and considering the budget, I think it was like something like 30 something thousand. Yeah, they didn't have a lot. And it looks incredible. I mean, like for for what they've done. It shows itself up in the special effects, I think. Yeah. Some of the special effects are a little bit hooky. But the in places, is, is but like the story itself and the acting's yeah, amazing. Stella. Like the kid, I don't even mm. know the kid's name, but he's really good. And Elizabeth Banks, Elizabeth Banks, well. yeah. she's really, really, really good. James Gunn behind it as well. I think that's part of the reason it got made. To be so honest. does it have this like the the DC license behind it? No, no they so never it's very really much reference not... him as being Superman. Do they? No, they just he just has a cape, which is kind they, of they his bedsheet, like... which is red. Yeah, they use the yeah. red and the blue, but they don't. And he's really... come from another world, and okay. basically. He cra- the meteor that he's kind of in crashes into a farmhouse or in the woods and this couple can't have a baby and they so work on a farm, he conveniently on a farm. comes along and then they raise him as their own and then kind of as he's hitting puberty and going through stuff at school he then discovers these powers but he discovers very fast that he can't be harmed and I think that's what ultimately then he means he thinks like he's invincible. A, yeah, he gets a bit of a god complex. Yeah, like, stuff. but just some of the things he says and the things he does. Some of the just deaths in it are just. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I very much say it's a horror movie. Like, I don't really like superhero movies, but loved that. So this is one to catch on DVD because we reckon it's yeah, I think not it's out off, now. Yeah, off of cinema now. Yeah, it's a shame. which sucks. I think by the time this comes out as well, it, it won't be won't be in anymore. But oh, yeah, it's very very good though. Very Sweet. good. Sweet. Have we seen anything else? I think Years and Years wrapped up on TV, the I series I spoke about. Um, definitely check that out. Like, the finale was just everything. It was incredible. Uh, Black Mirror as well dropped this month on, on Netflix. That so, I binged the three episodes of that in a day. Absolutely love those. Uh, 
really, really happy. I just wanted more, to be honest. But I suppose Bandersnatch that they did earlier would have taken a lot of time to do. Yeah, so I like kind that of understand why. Yeah, a bit of an epic kind of undertaking, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which um, I've still not seen Bandersnatch. I'm so behind because I, I kind of got on the Luther hype. And yeah. then got on the Game of Thrones type. So other than that, I've kind of not watched any other. T- I've got so. Bandersnatch, so much I think to you need to like give up locate some time yeah. to it because yeah, there's so many possibilities to explore. But yeah, I still think that was a really cool concept. Um, but so yeah, it was uh, this latest series of Black Mirror though has been really really cool. Yeah, the only new thing that's come out for me was uh, the new series of Killing Eve. Oh yes, so, seen that as well. Oh. Yeah, have you watched yeah. all of them? Because I've only I watched have, two. Charlie's not, not watched, watched any, any of it, of it yet. at all. Nothing. As in, not watched series one. As in, mm. absolutely nothing. See, I've watched both seasons. Charlie has taken the place of Richard Parker this week. Yeah, I she's am. just I done am nothing. An honorary Richard. It's only because of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, since the last podcast, I've had completely <laughs> ruined for me. I know who ends up on the throne, and I know two people that die now. Not I think just that's the, the one. danger though. I know an extra watching one as well. stuff after the fact though, because it's like I've never watched Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, but I know pretty much what happens in both what, of them. I think what's but... annoying me, and I think it's because I, because I suddenly care about it. Yeah, spoilers mean something to me now. Whereas if I'd have heard a spoiler before, I didn't give a shit about it, so it yeah. didn't mean anything to me. Yeah. So I've probably had everything spoiled for me, but just forgotten about it because at the time of it being on, I didn't really care. But yeah, now the character I kind names of... didn't mean anything yeah. to you, but yeah, now yeah. it's like, oh, great, well. Yeah, so I know, I know, know who ends up on the throne, and I know two big deaths. So I think my favourite characters are in for a, a bad time in the last series. But well, because... I know one of them is definitely in for a bad time. Because we're nice people, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. We won't spoil anything. I'm not going to spoil it for Killing anybody Killing Eve, though, you're two episodes into series two. And it is... Just as good as series one. Yes. I actually think, having seen the whole se- series, um, it's probably even better. Yeah. There I, is... ju- I think just because you now really know what the dynamic is between those two characters, yeah. it, they have so much fun. But episode two, I think there's kind of a bit of a creepy... There is. Creepy character. kind of... Um, or something going obsessive on. Obsessive yeah. guy with lots yes. of dolls. Lots of I dolls. Liked. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Absolutely amazing, yeah. Just glorious. It's, yeah, it's fantastic television like I already want another series I think that's the issue when they release things all at once because they put the box set on on BBC iPlayer so um, I've actually been unwell this like last week or so so I've just been able to binge everything whereas we've decided I think with Killing Eve to sort of eke it out we're not watching it as it comes out on BBC One but we're watching it Every other day. In between <laughs> yeah. other things. So yeah. we've got other things on the go. So we'll watch a couple of episodes and then go, oh, we'll put a Kill and Eve on. Yeah. But yeah, oh, just to eke so it out. I'm going to have to do that with uh, Orange is the New Black because that's set to drop very, very soon, isn't it? Yeah. I know it's the last series, so I, I'm going to have to There's a lot of not do cool what I usually do, which is binge it all in a day. Yeah. <laughs> One point I do want to make as well, um, we watched um, Designated Survivor, which comes out on... Netflix. Yes. And it's not horror at all, nothing to do no. with that. But it's just interesting because it, it was on network TV before. So it was, um, I can't remember what network it was on, but it was one of the channels where swearing wasn't really a thing. You can't do it okay. in America. Um, but Netflix picked it up for season three. Fully uncensored. And all of a sudden, <laughs> a, a program that could potentially be watched by, like, you know, young teenagers. Yeah. Like 11, 12 year olds, maybe. You know, it, it was a. It's like a political thriller, but yeah. with like some elements of espionage and stuff. It was really yeah. cool. Suddenly became totally not 
you know, kind of applicable to that age group. And there was nothing that sort of said that it wasn't. So all of a sudden, the characters are effing and C-bombing. And you're thinking, oh... That's really interesting, though, because surely the channel that it was first broadcast on, did they not have any involvement when it was made? So would they not kind of censor they, that? Why was it filmed then? Really? They cancelled it. Oh. It got cancelled and Netflix picked it up. Oh, so, oh, so, oh, so now the new stuff it. they're making new stuff has... They're making. That seems so odd because you're surely just changing the whole. It took a whole like tonal shift from yeah. like being actually there was lots of hard hitting moments in it, but mm. nothing that was like explicit. And then yeah. all of a sudden, it's just gone. We could do whatever we want. Let's do it. And yeah, you're like, mm, and I'm not sure I like it <laughs> because if it was done from the start, yeah, fair dues. Yeah. But just to change like that, it's like oh, that's, that's a shame. Yeah, and like the characters that haven't done it in the past, like new characters coming in, you could mm. think, oh, well, that's a new character. So but characters in the past, who now are suddenly almost totally different and like more yeah. nasty, you're thinking, oh, well, he yeah, I think yeah, it, it, profanity can yeah. alter your whole kind of perception of someone, can't it? So that's it. When you think yeah. like these are like intelligent characters, yeah, who could, and before they would put each other down in ways. That they was didn't a little need bit more, in, yeah. Intelligent now all of a sudden they've just gone bam, C bomb. You're like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, mm. nice. Anyway, watch ten episodes in a week, but you know. yeah, cool, cool, <laughs> great show, Nailed great it. show. Um, what have we been up to though? I know that this is actually something this week, this month that we can talk yeah. about. Yeah, we've yes. we've been up to a lot collectively as a as a mm. team. We've a been lot, making dem movies, making so many movies because um, somebody decided to write three films to shoot in a month well I didn't write them with the intention of it all happening in the space of like four weeks but um, yeah so we, we shot uh, we've shot two projects so far well we've started the first one that we, we shot was at the start of, of June um, called Inertia which was a sci-fi short that actually starred uh, you Jono hello so you were you were the other side of the camera on that one, which was, mm-hmm. I think, quite interesting. We had Theo. On um, Theo. DOP duties. On the, the DOP duties there. Um, so, yeah, we, we've shot kind of the first section of that. We've still got a long way to go because it's something a, a bit different for us. A lot fight choreography in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it a bit more a lot, action, I think sci-fi. it took a lot more time than we anticipated it to. Yeah. But um, we want to get it right, so there's no point in rushing it. I think that was it, is kind of knowing... I suppose you'll appreciate it from your point of view as well. Is and felt, almost killed you. <laughs> felt good not to rush. Felt really good not to rush because you need yeah. that time to actually think. Well, if I do this and then they do this, how is that going to yeah. affect a what we do next? But b how the camera is going to see it. So yeah, yeah, you don't definitely. just need to block it for the action's sake. You need to block it for what looks yeah. good on camera. So you need to. It, yeah. It basically took a long ass time. But yeah, but you, the studio with you and Chris doing really a fight, like um, Chris Milros, who is another actor mm. that we've worked with hey, on this Chris. one. He's uh, <laughs> the stuff with you two fighting is <laughs> epic, and like Theo nailed Theo it with the camera. Like the camera work is just sick. Camera, camera stuff. Yeah, I mean it. It was. I think what I really enjoyed about it from a directing standpoint was obviously getting to work with you. I've never really worked with you in front of the camera before, so working with new people is always exciting for me. But then also I got to work with Theo um, behind the camera shooting the thing. So that was different as well because I think immediately, I think me and you have kind of a bit of a shorthand and you kind of know what I want to go for and and I kind of know what's comfortable for you. Um, I wanted this to look and feel completely different to other stuff that we've shot before and I think it very much does because we've got 
just it, everything feels fresh and new about it. So that was really exciting. I think we just need to obviously um, get the rest of it scheduled and, and then that should be up and online fairly soon. But a lot of visual effects to go in there yeah. as well. And it was it was the first time you'd worked with all three of the actors. Well, yeah, Olivia, well Chris yeah. and, and yourself. Um, great, great group of actors. I'm very lucky to get to work with the people that I do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was that was awesome. That was a great way to start the month. And then we've done. And do you we, see it too? Do you see it too? We actually shot uh, last weekend, which would have been the fifteenth. Yeah, it was of, this. Of this month. Yeah, yeah. yesterday, and last we week. Shot yeah, it yeah. Here. <laughs> and we actually shot yeah in in Jono's house. So you've you've <laughs> intrinsically been involved in everything so yeah. far. And you were back on DOP duties for that. Yeah. Um. So we took over your house, which you were thrilled about. And, Loved it. And your bedroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, that's that's really really cool. I mean, we reviewing have. the footage of that, there's some great moments in there. I think it's has the potential to be one of the scariest things we've made, which is nice. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited again, to see how that comes together. The acting on that was yeah, worked so with, so good. Worked with uh, Chloe, who we we had worked with before um, in the final girl. She had a brief kind of stint in that, mm. so that was nice to work with her in a much more serious and kind of. Uh, more thought out role I guess there was a lot more to it on this one and then Jay Podmore as well he came from Liverpool he'll love that um, to come Amazing. in to come Jay in, I'm so sorry <laughs> to come and be part of the fun with us so that was that was cool again yes. it was just it was cool just to work with with different people and then we also had Jack uh, playing someone we won't name but he's, but he's in, in there he's in it he was uh, previously there. one of our Ghosts in Best Friends yeah. Forever, wasn't he? Jack's made a few cameos as demons and ghosts. He was, as of you, Jono. He honest. was he was ghost in Best Friends Forever. Yeah, and he was also the weird thing, thing in Alone. In Alone. Yeah. Which. Oh God, yeah, he yeah. was, wasn't he? I'd completely forgotten about that. Even though that <laughs> that shot appears for literally half a second, <laughs> millisecond, <laughs> just just so brilliant to shoot. I mean, you just can't it? let on the fact it's a mask. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just um, it's Jack's actual face. Yeah, it's just yeah, Jack, that's Jack's what he face. Looks like. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, amazing, amazing time though. Like it was, it was a long day, but I think it's we've a got long some day, really and it was very cool hot stuff. Because horror being horror, oh tin foil all the way windows, and day for night. Yeah, warm just, inside. Yeah, just cooked how, how many people dying. did we have in your bedroom? Like six. Yeah, so there was the two. <laughs> no more than usual. No more yeah. than usual. Yeah, <laughs> pretty standard. Pretty, pretty light on the people. Yeah, count, yeah, actually less than usual. Really. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, even it's it's odd, isn't it when. We look back at the films we've shot, mm. we sort of know where they've been shot, and we think, oh, that's the same staircase from such <laughs> yeah, and such. Yeah. I, I don't know whether the viewers pick up on it as much. Yeah. Like, I don't... I'd be interested to see how many of our viewers actually know that Mr. Creek, Sandman... Best and... No, hang on. How many are shot in the same room? Is it just Mr. Creek and Sandman? I think so, yeah. yeah Mr. Creek and Sandman are in the exact same room in my house. Yeah. Exact same bedroom, yeah. So it's, it was nice to shoot somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, the have. whole feel, like, the light that you get coming in, geometry, space, everything, it's it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah, I, think, I think a lot of Super Freak stuff is shot at your house. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I'd probably house. say the first five years of Super Freak Media are just <laughs> solid in my house. <laughs> like, we just... In my house or in the woods. Um, and then... then moved on to filming things at your house so then yeah. uh, we t- took over your house and I think we pretty much shot every square inch of your house now because 
we've definitely seen the hallway, dining room, kitchen, living room, stairwell. I think it's bedrooms. literally like my mum's craft room and my office. Yeah, there's not that much. We haven't shot in much left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, so yeah, I think between it's your the turn houses, now, Jono. Like, we've that. pretty much been everywhere, haven't we? We've been in yeah. Richard's shed. Richard's, yeah, oh Richard's, God, Richard's house, yeah. house, yeah, we shot in the Richard's shed. Richard's shed, even in Richard's house, actually, because when she runs into the confession booth, that's oh, yeah. his Oh, yeah, we did, it? that's the hallway. And into his, hallway. his, like, bedroom thing. I don't Study. even know. No, he, no, she ran into the toilet. It was toilet. the spare bedroom, wasn't it? Yeah, from Danny's bedroom. Yeah. And then... I could just remember they had weird doors, and I was like, do you know what, that's a confession booth. <laughs> so yeah. just get some mist in it. Who has double weird doors in a single door? I don't know, but it helped. Yep. So bizarre. <laughs> I'm not going to pass up that miracle. T- totally matched. Totally matched. <laughs> and uh, next weekend we're shooting something else, aren't we? Yeah, wrapping <laughs> up the the month with the final short of this month. I say this month because then there's just more. Um, uh, Blood money. We're shooting back at my house then, um, in my bathroom, and that's going to be starring the wonderful Jessica Messenger, and. Uh, should be good fun. We've got some other familiar faces, I think, going to be making an appearance as well, but maybe not as you recognise them. Yeah, so I've heard a, a certain Matt Barker might be involved. Matt Barker might be involved and might also not be playing... Matt Barker. A male. <laughs> Does he know yet? Um, I've tried to break the news to him. The last message I sent to him, I just asked him if he still had a full beard because obviously that might, yeah. might create some issues. But... So I've, I think I've mentioned this before. My eBay history is a little bit strange <laughs> because of some of the things I have to buy for films. This week, I did take it to a whole new level because I kind of thought women have certain assets. What if we were able to kind of give Matt certain assets? Matt Barker a bra from eBay. Is that what you've been doing? More something to go in the bra. Oh. Chicken fillets. Um... <laughs> So, so I'm I'm aware of this because my uh, my grandma when I was younger she had a mastectomy because unfortunately she suffered from breast cancer so I know that they had these like fake boob things that you could stick on so I, I was aware of these so I may have eBayed and bought some fake breasticles boobs cool um, so we're going to see how they go might yeah. not work thing is he'll love it so. so either this this thing that he's playing is gonna have some assets or not great because every time i speak to him about it i'm like oh you're shooting with liam at the end of the month aren't you he's like yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like what are you doing he's like i'm not sure yet not sure yeah like, cool, 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 cool i thought the best this, thing to do would just like let him know like a day before podca- no we'll let him know via the podcast via the podcast so yeah matt if you're listening hate to break it to you with a few days to go to the shoot you, you're gonna have have some breasts mate <laughs> Well, I'd say first time for everything, but it isn't. Isn't the first so, time, yeah, no. We know it isn't. He'll be comfy, he'll be fine. He'll, he'll be great. Yeah. So we're going to get into the, the meat of the episode. Oh. Oh, my favourite, but first... Say it again, but slowly. Oh, no. <laughs> meat. Meat. But first, there is something stirring in the corner. There's This goddamn corner just Richard? needs to stop stirring. <laughs> it's, it's not Richard. Richard. But, it is, but it is, in fact... Nicholas Cage. Oh, oh, he's here with us. He's here with he's us. He's here with us. Um. Before you do bust in with the Cage Corner mm. thing, can I just when when Inertia comes out, you Nicholas Cage the oh. shit out of me. Yeah. He's so good. Were you happy about that, by the way? Because I may have kind of written that moment for you. Oh, loved it. 
just to. Uh, uh, I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't know whether to go point break with it or just Nicholas Cage. So not to oh. give away too many spoilers, but Jono gets to. The description of the scene. Not to give away spoilers, but just there is a moment out. where Jono gets to fully live his Nicolas Cage fantasy. fantasy yeah. Mm. yeah. Cover myself in paint and scream. <laughs> <laughs> Actually watch that scene. I don't know if you showed us that scene. You or sent if... it to us. Yes, yeah. you sent it. Yeah. From Zanderley. Yeah. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. Sorry, please continue with Cage Corner. Cage oh. Corner this week. Oh, it's stirring. This month for Cage this Corner. This month. So, Nicolas Cage is in Kick-Ass. Yes. Yes, he is. Nicolas Cage plays Big Daddy in Kick-Ass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now. Yeah, he does. It, and boy, does he play it. <laughs> but it turns out that after the read-throughs and the first day kind of on set, shooting as Big Daddy, <laughs> Nicolas Cage turned up, cameras rolled, and he went into Adam West as yeah, Batman. Yeah. <laughs> At which point, the director just goes, Whoa! Yep. Nick's lost it. <laughs> what has gone on? And apparently there was like a bit of a back and forth until the director realised, oh man, he's he's doing Adam West, this is genius. Yeah. But to kind of rock up on set and not tell anybody that's what you're going to do. Just completely suddenly, go with the instinct, yeah. Just go with the instinct of going, you know what, I'm going to be Adam West. I'm going to just be fully kind of stilted and, mm, well, this. <laughs> but that was more Shatner. Mayor West. But Mayor West. To kind of have the balls to do that. I mean, I don't think it was ever questioned, though, that if he had balls. Like, oh, he's, he's, he's... I think what you should always expect is the bold choice is the choice he's going to take. He makes some seriously good choices. I, I would yeah. like to know, like, if a director ever challenges him, like, how they do it. Because how would you I how would you challenge that? I think the reason we don't know is he... because these directors just don't work again. Because Nicolas Cage <laughs> just sees to it, doesn't I think he? that's it. He's like, think... I'm going to play it this way. Or you're never working again. The thing yeah. is, you would think... Do they just disappear? I, like, looking at his kind of past CV, yeah. you'd think, oh, maybe this is something that's come on like later on as he's got more established. Maybe he's like gone, you know what, I can let it all out now. But actually, when you look back earlier on, n- no, mental. I don't think he's ever had he's the, always the lid on. done that. Yeah. And he says it's that he draws most of his inspiration from German expressionism. He's like, that's what acting is to him. You know, so he's That's like, bollocks, though, isn't but it? But that is serious. <laughs> it is. That's mm, pure, big, pure big enough Billy Bollocks, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he just... I think he... That must be, like, a, a way for him just to get a lot Justify of shit out there. Oh, yeah. The bollocks. And I think it's good that he has that, because I think the people who don't have that are on death row. <laughs> So I think it's great that he does have that outlet. But at the same time, you talk about people challenging Nick Cage in the way that he might play something. You just wouldn't cast cast Nick Cage then, would you? If That's it. I think you didn't now, want that. I think now you know that like, he's yeah. going to make gonna some sort of choice. Yeah. Yeah. Batshit mental performance. But, but it, it's he's, always good. But there's a reason for it. Yeah. Like in Mandy, when he goes... Yeah. But it, he goes because of his push to it. I thought know? Mandy was uh, a way to perfectly tread that line, though. Mm. Because it, I think it felt, like you said, it felt warranted. I need to watch Mandy, because Whereas... I watched the trailer for it, and normally it's not the kind of film that I I would go for at mm. all. But I actually watched the trailer and thought, hmm. I think it's very arty. Yeah, places, yeah I, I really struggle I with, struggle like, with. I hate yeah. arty films. Like, the Neon Demon can get absolutely 
in my opinion. Mm. Like, I don't like films like that. Like, it's so unbelievably up itself. Yeah, I think it's, it's maybe different in the way it's arted. But, like, Mandy Neon didn't Demons, seem but... like that. I think um, Knowing was a film that always stays with me as to him making maybe quite a, a different choice. Yeah, in the way that he approached the it. End of the world one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a lot more subdued in that. Yeah. Where it, it knows the numbers and yeah. the dates and times. Which and I actually is probably one of my favourite films. Like, I Ooh. loved knowing. That's surprising. Yeah, that is absolutely. Surprising. Loved, I didn't know loved, that loved about it. Like, we made. Um, so, I say we. This was prior to me meeting both of you, actually, which is crazy to think. Um, one, I've always been here. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I made a, a short film or like a, a series because. I didn't really know what short films were um, when I started called Fallen, which was about aliens. And I actually put in a plane crash scene just because of knowing, because I'd, I loved it so much. And I mean, it's God awful. Like it was me and After Effects and <laughs> me learning how to add <laughs> fire to, to people. This There's now. literally a scene, I think I actually cameo in it, where I just run in pretending I'm on fire and I'm just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> and I added the fire in afterwards and just think like a, a 15, 16 year old kid adding fire into a scene with a mm. computer back in the day. Yeah, it's as glorious as it sounds. So we should probably put a link to this in the description. Yeah, or, or just insert a sound clip here of me just. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find yeah. it. Was this, oh, this pre voice breaking? Is that the reason that you went really high pitched then? No, well, no, I was just on fire. Another, you know, you go an octave. Yeah, I mean, like, think about it, Charlie. Think about the performance. All right. (laughs) He obviously did. Yeah, I mean, jeez. Method. So, method... Yeah. Just match to the time. Yeah, just slowly lit. So, Godzilla. Yes. We we should probably, yeah, probably talk about the series. The new Godzilla. Oh, God. King of the monsters. Mm. It's... And he is... It's so oh, good. Is so it as good, good as the trailer makes out? Yeah. Yes. Better than. Which I was so happy about because I'm so tired of seeing trailers for films and then being filled with moments that never make it into the movie. They're like obviously just there for... I think I mentioned this before. Like they're just there to get audiences in. Mm. Um, but yeah, they addressed a lot of the backlash I think the Gareth Edwards Godzilla film got because... I really appreciated that approach. I thought the the less you saw, the better, because it set up the mystery. And when you did reveal reveal Godzilla for the first time, it was such a big thing. See, I didn't Whereas, find that with the first one. I actually liked that you saw less of him. Well, and this then is there what I'm was saying. The yeah, this is, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Issue they really, they, they hated the how little you actually saw. Whereas this, I think, like ten yeah. minutes in, you're like, right, okay, Godzilla's here. We're gonna. I think that's it. It's depends. crazy. <laughs> I think somebody going in as a huge Godzilla fan, yeah. would be a bit disappointed going, where's Godzilla? Yeah. But as a film fan, yeah, that kind of suspense and building it up was probably a little bit more sort of well, If you think about it, it was the introduction, wasn't mm. it? Like, they were re-establishing Godzilla from the, um, the 90s version and obviously setting it apart from the Toho versions that were out there. So I think they set it up in a perfect way. It's like a prologue, isn't it? Like that yeah. first film is very much the prologue. Same as obviously Kong Skull Island. They had to establish Kong in that universe as well, which is going to come into play obviously in the next one. But um, yeah, this one was balls to the wall crazy. There's like the the final kind of act of the original um, of Gareth Edwards Godzilla. You have that probably about four or five there's, times in this yeah, film. Yeah, there's like it's just a lot of fights, mental. isn't there? Yeah. And the other creatures, like, 
Do you see a lot of them? And oh, they're, the they're, other creatures. Yeah, the other creatures. Very good. Just yeah, Mothra and... forever. Mm-hmm. Love Mothra. Oh, Mothra's brilliant. fully in love with a butterfly moth <laughs> thing. Like yeah, just yeah, love her. And uh, Charles, da- I didn't even realize Charles Dance was in it. Like he rocks up. Yeah, he just turns up, and yeah. I'm like, oh. It's Tywin Lannister. Didn't trust didn't you. Didn't see him in the trailer. Yeah, oh, he's kind of the, the bad guy. Uh, he's yeah. kind of responsible for these monsters being kind of set loose. Because basically, the the way that we join the story now is that um, we're a lot more obviously aware of Titans being a thing because of the Godzilla and and Monarch the. Um, the kind of fictional organization which is behind all of it. Essentially, they're trying to do like the Avengers, but of this like monsterverse sort of thing. Yeah, and okay. Vera which Farmiga's I think is kind of is, cool. She works for Monarch. Yeah, well, um, this, the, yeah, I mean, I think the thing that let it maybe down a little bit was the fact that they had such great people in their cast. So you had Millie Bobby Brown making her feature film debut. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she was incredible. Still, I, I, I still think she's better as Eleven uh, right. as opposed to her character in this. I think she was a little, little whiny, but I'll forgive her. Cool, because she's obviously listening. Um, the uh, as you said, you have Charles Dance. Um, you've got um, Sally from Hawkins. Shape of Water. Is it Sally Hawkins? Yeah. Sounds about right. Is it yeah. Sally That's Hawkins? Right. I don't feel like it is, but I'm going to go oh, with it. Shall I do a quick Google? It probably is. She's back, through. and Ken Watanabe's back. So they they kind of tether things together from the the um, Gareth Edwards version to this one um, but they're just obviously you're there to see the monsters yeah it is fight. Sally Hawkins I was right Sally Hawkins yeah, yeah. apologies um, so you're just there just to see these monsters fight so I think they kind of get down to business and just allow well, you to I do that like, you, you said that you felt like you didn't really see a lot from the actors that were in it but I, I, just I actually liked I just didn't understand the story because Charles Dance is established as this villain setting these creatures loose but then the counter argument is we need to set these creatures loose because we as the human race are like killing the planet and they need to reset the balance oh. so then you kind of like so should I be mad at the fact that these creatures are being set loose or should I be happy at the fact that they're being set loose because ultimately we're going to be okay I think the thing is but then everyone dies I think the issue <laughs> so, is yeah it's, kind it's of, almost like the whole Thanos thing yeah like Technically, he's doing it in in yeah. essence to save the yes. planet, but he's taken the choice away. Well, he genuinely believes what he's doing is yeah. the right thing. He's taken the choice away from everybody else, though, isn't he? Which is kind yes. of what yes. you're saying the bad guy in this is doing. He's taken. But the I don't think it's established him. anywhere near as oh. as well as it is in Avengers because Charles Dance. I don't think you don't really see he is the villain, but he's not the villain. Because you yeah. don't really establish. I don't think his motivations are really I established. I don't think. And like, obviously, there's... he then clashes with Vera Farmiga's character and their family because then she's enlisted to help him kind of release these titans. But then she she does end up helping him, and you're kind of like, well, are you aware that you are going to be killing all these people? A, like, I don't think in Godzilla there's like a, a really super clear it, amongst the humans. I don't think there's like mm. a really clear division of like who the bad guys are, who the good guys are. Mm. Whereas there is with the monsters. Like yeah. you see who the the bad monster is, who the good monster is. Yeah, King Ghidorah is. So he's the three headed yeah. bad guy. Um, he is so cool. Like the the way that they've brought him back to life. Because I mean, I've seen. I've not really watched a lot of the original like Godzilla films, but I've seen some of the newer kind of um, 
carnations and then kind of clips and things online. Um, the way that they brought him to life in this is crazy. And the the monsters looked incredible, didn't mm. they? I don't think there was a weak link at all. Okay. So you've got in this one the main four: uh, Godzilla, of course, King Ghidorah, Mothra, and then Rodan. Um, so you've kind of got the two like, like winged him. beasts fighting each other, Rodan and Mothra, and then you've got Ghidorah against Godzilla, and then they all kind of just clash in this massive battle at the end. It's ultimately all kind of like a, a dominance kind of thing, so they need to kind of one-up each other and okay. establish who they are. So does this film then set it up for Godzilla versus Kong at the end? No. Right. I mean, I mean it kind of does, but not in a clear way. I mean... Uh, Michael Doherty's kind of tweeted since because I think everyone was expecting the post credit scene to be like this clear link to uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Kong's reference though, isn't he? When they talk about, like, they have a whole they do section in the Skull film Island. where, like, they, when they say, like, where the Titans are and wh- which Titans held where and in what mm. part of the world, it does say, like, Skull Island and then there are pictures of Kong and stuff. So he is referenced in the film. Yeah, it's but just it's not like... the post-credit scene isn't... There's not a clear reason as to maybe why they're then going to fight oh, okay. one another. Um, and you, you obviously don't see him. I mean, the the great thing is, which I, I think is good that they didn't really spoil in any of the trailers, is those four Titans aren't the only Titans that you actually see in the film. So there's, like, a giant spider-looking thing. There's, oh, God, there's that um, one that becomes from... The, like, it comes out of a hill, or it is yes, the hill that yeah. just suddenly gets up and starts walking. It's horrible. It kind of looks a little bit really Gamera-ish, but it's not... Yeah, it like, is, I used to look at terrifying. like hill, this that makes me sound absolutely mental. I used to look at like the countryside and see like big hills. And as a kid, I used to think, what if that just got up and walked? Like, what if something was normal, living normal. as it? It's a regular childhood feel, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that th- picnic. That... Shit, the hills moved. <laughs> but that's literally <laughs> what happened to this. So that really, yeah. that was like the for me. I didn't like that. I think that's maybe where they loosely draw the connection and what Doherty's kind of tweeted about. He's he's saying. Because um, they've ultimately started waking up these titans, it's kind of rippling out across the world, which is then waking up other uh. other creatures. And I mean, he said as well, because he's had some hand in writing Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, I know that Adam Wingard's the guy who's going to be directing the kind of the next film. But he has said that when we saw Kong in Skull Island, he was only a baby. So, because uh, to me, I kind of left Godzilla thinking, how the hell is Kong going to even do anything to Godzilla? Yeah, because I always thought Kong was big, giant monkey, but at the same time, nowhere near the size of Godzilla. Yes, but also doesn't have any real special powers. No, he's just just as strong as a giant ape Like, atomic breath and then other things. So, it's, yeah, it's... I, I don't personally... I mean, I've never really liked Kong um, versus Godzilla. I've always been Team Godzilla. Okay. So I'm, I'd, I'd be happy just to see him just kind of get melted away. But I, five I'm, minutes in, yeah, <laughs> just another Godzilla film, please. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with it. But I don't mm. think there was a definitive connection, was there? No. Drawn between the two, um, but it's already filmed. I think they've already wrapped, so that's going to be out. I think. Okay. 2021, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time to wait, isn't it? I think it's, I think, yeah, I'm sure that, but if you think about it, the amount of visual effects work they're going to have to do, that's not to take into account reshoots, all of that stuff as well. So. It's an interesting question for you. This is going to kind of lead us on to the next part Mm. of the discussion. Would you class King Kong as a monster movie? 
Yeah, very much so. Hmm. I suppose it depends what you class as hmm. monstrous, though. Yeah. But I think, like, the classic kind or of definition like of a monster is something feature? that's absolutely oh. massive and... Well, no, like but this mega, is... mega, like... I mean, we, we put then... a call out on social media, which we'll obviously try and mention, um, as to what people's favourite monster movies were. And I find it quite interesting what people characterise as, as a monster movie. So, okay. I mean, what, what would you... What would you say as a monster movie? The the thing is, when I think of monsters, I think of things that aren't... See, I wouldn't class Jaws as a monster movie because it's a shark. Mm. I wouldn't class King Kong necessarily as a monster movie because it is a a giant ape. Ape, yeah. Mm. I would class Godzilla as a monster movie because it's not... It's not a giant version of something we It's not a being that we have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, I think that's where I draw the line. I think... For me, I when I think monster movie, I instantly go to like the Universal yeah picture pictures. But like I think monsters, you could kind of say is any kind of creature that scares you. I suppose it's quite a juvenile way of describing it. But if you think about like when you you kid when you were a kid, like anything with claws, yeah, is a you monster. describe as a monster. Anything with big teeth, you describe as a monster. So I think that is kind of where I'd say that, like, monster movies... But then again, I'm kind of with you. I wouldn't describe Jaws as a monster film because it's just a shark. But King Kong, I would, because it's not just a normal ape. It's a big, f-ing huge ape. But Jaws is a giant version of something that we already know. I mean, yeah, I suppose, I suppose so. you, you're drawing the line because I think, would you count Meg... As a monster Meg movie. is very much a monster movie. But so, it's so not... is it size then that ultimately determines it for you? I don't, I don't know. Wink, <laughs> wink, wink. I've heard it isn't, Liam. <laughs> no, no, clearly, <laughs> clearly. I don't know because, like, if you think about the universal Universal monsters, like none of them are particularly massive in but, scale, are they? Like Creature from the Black Lagoon, I would say, is very much a monster movie. But they're kind of something that we're familiar with, augmented, aren't they? So like Wolfman is a man who turns into a wolf, Dracula, a man, again, I think who it's, has fangs, it's, drinks blood, invisible man. For me, like a monster movie is something that's Creature from the Black not, Lagoon. Something that's not human, but not like a ghosty thing. Like not paranormal. Okay. But something that's tangible that's there mm. that's See the thing just that, not human. I think that's where you could get into creature feature territory. I, yeah. I think monster movies and creature features are maybe a I don't different know, I suppose thing. maybe if you're talking creature features versus monster movies, I suppose monsters movies then become like Godzilla, King Kong, like the things that are huge. Mm. That's the thing, isn't it? When I think monster movie, I think giant thing attacking a city. Yeah. Which mm. that's that's where I go. Yeah. Or I think something that's so kind of outlandish that it's not an alien. It's not come from another planet necessarily. Yeah. It's something that's been created down here by mistake. Yeah. Or something that has been here all along. Yeah. See, I I actually went on IMDb pre-recording this, and like they class things as like the top fifty monster movies according to them were things like Jaws was on the list, Godzilla was on the list, uh, The Fly, Alien was on the list, mm. the Predator. Yeah, yeah Predator that. was on the list. Well, this All is the it. like Universal monsters, obviously, were on the list. But then there were things like Critters, Gremlins was on the list. Well, yeah, um, we, things like that. So some of the things that people have kind of come back with, ha- I yeah. wouldn't necessarily like an American count Werewolf as a from London movie. was on the list. But to me, that is a horror film. It's a werewolf yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a werewolf movie. It's a horror film. But that then was you still count on a werewolf their list as a monster. Of... I mean, I personally think, for the sake of this episode, we should maybe just talk about kind of more Giant larger. Things creature yeah. kind of feature monster movies so, as opposed to like 
more human based yeah. like body horror or classic monsters that sort of thing because I think they're different Mm. Um, I think that's something that's worth exploring another time. I'd love yes. to do an episode on the yeah. classic horror oh, characters definitely. And, oh, yeah. and how they've kind of evolved. evolved. Yeah, so yeah, from like sure. the nineteen thirties or you know, even, even You just earlier. want to talk about Tom Cruise again, don't I you? I want to talk about Tom Cruise yeah. and the mummy, cool. yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I am also going on to Netflix be again now, isn't it? But Tom Cruise is in it, so it's great. Tom Cruise, yeah. Gonna be washing my hair. We all bought with us in our heads. A favourite monster movie, yeah, of sorts. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I I've kind of, few, I've got a few. I wouldn't say I've got a a favourite. Like I've got a few that stick out. Okay, but I wouldn't say I'm like you, like Liam. You're like very much like Godzilla, but like, well, I, I don't and know. I suppose if, maybe you, you've. I wouldn't you've say this, that Godzilla is necessarily my favourite. I think it's one that I go to quite a lot and I really enjoy, mm-hmm. whether it's the old ones, the original, or kind of the newer versions. But, I mean, I kind of, prior to this, I kind of had a thought about what my experience had, had been with monster movies growing up and what I'd class them as and kind of how they've maybe changed over the years. So, I mean, one of... I mean, first off, I don't know if... Because we have been talking about Godzilla. Did you know that there was a British version of Godzilla? We no. had our own no, version back in the 50s. Or it might have been in the 60s, actually. I think it was early 60s. So there was a there was a film called Gorgo, which was basically Britain's version of Godzilla. And he kind of looks like the dragon off the Welsh flag. He's a little bit odd. Right. Um, and ultimately, from what I've gathered from so the clips and bits I've seen of London? it... Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, like, the, the scenes where you kind of see Godzilla going through the streets of Japan and, like, destroying the landscape. Very much a guy in a suit again, but this time he decides to kind of walk through the Thames because why not? Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, and obviously Big Ben, Tower Bridge all make an appearance. Um, but they, the, the way that they kind of defeat him is, I think, very British in terms Do of the fact... they throw tea at him? What they do don't they do? throw tea, um, but they, they <laughs> there's kind of just a bonfire going... And these group of guys just kind of run to the bonfire and just throw bits of wood, which are clearly just matches just being thrown at this guy in a suit. Oh. And then, then the, the monster doesn't really die. He just kind of just goes back underwater. Oh, and so you're he's still like, there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So th- that's I what I think of, is I'm quite British about it. Whereas oh. like Japan or America, they'd be kind of like, let's just blow everything up. We're just kind of like, I'm going to throw a bit of fire at you and then you can just, just go back. Just go back. Just go back. Just, just, just stay there. Get off with you. Yeah. Go on. You were a bit annoying. You bastard. Yeah. yeah. Just then, not, then just not, not our terms, mate. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that that was um, that was obviously something that I I thought was quite interesting. Um, I don't think we can do this episode without mentioning Ray Harryhausen. Like, yes. I think yeah, um, it has to be some someone that we we talk about. So obviously, King Kong back in nineteen thirty three with Fay Ray, I think is I've got a, a book on Ray Harryhausen when I was a kid. I used to watch all his. Like, and I think we class them as his movies, even though he was only the animator. It's still like you watch the things he was involved in, and you're like, this is a Harryhausen film. You're watching it for the monster or the creature. You don't give a crap who else is in it, you just want to watch it for the monsters. He, I think, was very clearly inspired by. Which, if you think about it, we're getting on for almost 100 years ago, Kong coming out. It's groundbreaking. Someone taking the idea of making a puppet and animating it on the Empire State Building. Uh, It was Willis O'Brien. 
he grew up obviously getting very inspired by that and I think the people who grew up watching Ray Harryhausen very clearly had a, a hand in what we see in like the 80s and stuff with monster yeah. movies so I think that's really special and nice to see that when I was a kid I, I was obsessed with black and white movies and um, I loved love love loved watching the old like 50s uh, monster movies um, and I can remember when I was about uh, 10 or 11 or so, I got a box set of DVDs, which was the Ray Harryhausen collect- collection. And it was all like his old movies, but they'd all been like recolorized. Oh. And so it was kind of cool. But at the same time, I think it took away some of the charm. Like it, it would have been great because you've obviously seen colour pictures of all the things he created. And they were so much more vibrant than obviously what you remember seeing them in black and white and yeah. on, in the films. Um, but yeah, I, I, to me, I still don't think you can beat seeing something that was actually there physically lit and obviously they projected it either on into the scene or superimposed or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's something we're going to get onto when we talk about the more recent kind of films that have come out, maybe from The Asylum. Oh, but God. to me, I still think that those films are incredible. Um, particularly, I think my favourite out of his that he did was It Came From Beneath the Sea, which actually featured a six-legged octopus because they couldn't afford two of the legs. So if you notice in the film, it's one of the first films where I think you see the Golden Gate Bridge just get kind of torn up. Right. Its legs are just kind of still in the water at the bottom. <laughs> and then it's got like six legs that it so manoeuvres with. It's a sextopus. It's a sextopus, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I obviously octo pie octopus uh, an octopus is my favourite creature so seeing that on kind of going crazy I think was um, that in stop motion is quite a, amazing an achievement isn't it well yeah because you, you've got to keep and I think when you think about it now obviously Ghidorah in King um, in Godzilla has three heads and yeah it's still a challenge but it's a different challenge hmm. he had to hand animate and think in his head what has this leg just done what's this arm just done what's yeah. And that's that to me is insane, and take and I think that's why obviously we still know who he is now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, big shout out to to Harry Housen. I love love that man. It wasn't correct me if I'm wrong. I'm probably getting my times mixed up. Is, is it the Ray Harryhausen King Kong that Jessica Lang is in, or is that the later one? Is that the sixties one? There was a Kong in the seventies which had Jessica Lang yeah, in. I'm not too sure was. though. In all honesty, if Harry Housen was involved, because I seem to remember them actually building kind of like a. A Kong arm. I seem to, I seem to remember an actual of, giant arm. Yeah, and because there's a cheat in it. I don't like, really feel <laughs> like he would have. I don't think he'd have let that happen if he no. would have been involved. And, and I think that was kind of after he'd maybe yeah. had his kind I of. Can't, I can't remember Harryhausen and King Kong. No, I think he he obviously had uh, similar sort of things like um, obviously Godzilla was a thing, and then you had the Beast from Twenty Thousand Fathoms and. Um, there, there was a lot of kind of similar projects I think and I, I think he did get to animate like dinosaurs and apes and things so he had his own little moments um, but I think the things that he did best were when he, he did his own original yeah. kind of uh, creatures on the screen um, but I guess that was the 50s I think was the massive boom literally wasn't it obviously everyone was aware of nuclear energy and bombs and and Godzilla was a, a thing that kind of took over the world so Mm. I think that's where I maybe got into to monster movies. Okay. I mean, can you remember what yours were when you started? I think mine were like the Universal Monsters. And I think it was... No, but I mean like, if we're talking about like big 
big monsters? Like, what, 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 what do you think it would have been Kong? I think it would have been Kong, to be honest. Like, my, if we're talking general monsters, it was, I think, me and my friend were at a sleepover and we turned on the TV and I think Dracula was on. Yeah. Like, half 11 at night. So that was, like, the first monster, I suppose. But, like, in terms of, like, mega monsters, I think it would have been, like, the 70s Kong. Mm. What about you? Yeah, I think it's the same. I think it's it is. It's sort of again not technically monsters because they're dinosaurs, but Jurassic Park. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Jurassic yeah. Park, um, which again was on the IMDb list. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, I, I think I technically they are monsters because they're not. Because they've been brought exists. back to life. They're not existing in their own yeah. time. They've yeah. been brought back to because they don't belong in the time that they were then brought back and into Jurassic Park's another one where not stop motion but for actual animatronics and actually having a physical yeah Stan Winston oh my days yeah. yeah absolutely so, amazing so good. so good yeah I, but I mean even the CG um, yeah. back then and I think what stands out from that obviously with the newer ones is because they were so limited they had to kind of think how they'd do it if there was something kind of there and I think the lighting and everything everything looks a lot less polished but it looks a lot more but real but I, I watched mm, I, I re-watched Jurassic Park because they're all it on still Netflix stands now up, yeah. and it's I re-watched it it's one of my favourite films and it still looks mm. it still stands up I'd argue that it's it looks better than some of the the like creaturey type things like The Hobbit was on TV the other day and I watched The Hobbit, and I think that the the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park look mm. so much better than any of the creatures in The Hobbit. I think The it's Hobbit it's looks all, all bloody fake, awful. Isn't it? There's nothing. But to, yeah, I think Jurassic I think Park still naturally looks amazing recognize. now. I mean, one of the things which is interesting about Jurassic Park, so I'm kind of glad we brought it up, is they initially, I think, were planning on doing stop motion for really? you know some of the ah. stuff where they like they there are initial tests like you can find them online where they did the t-rex and it's very much obviously they had to use techniques like harryhausen would have yeah. used um but then i think um the ilm team they were just kind of playing about and they were like we've done this as well on a computer it was like a, just a skeleton of a dinosaur and they were like we can also animate it this way and spielberg saw it and was like you've changed the game like yeah. this is we need to go with this yeah. and how I am obviously kind of sad because I think you do lose some of that magic of having like a thing that you can... I think you can just feel that someone's created that and put so much time and energy into it when you see the shot. Um, but obviously we wouldn't have half the stuff we have today if, if that leap hadn't have been taken. Yeah. So I think monster movies in actual fact are really responsible for a lot of the stuff generally we just see nowadays, yes. which is crazy. And I think arguably, crazy. like, you, you, you see that... Of, I mean, I know it's not a monster film and I, know, I think we've spoken about it on previous episodes when we talked about CGI, but like the argument of seeing something versus, like, complete CGI is very much shown in, like, Lord of the Rings versus The Hobbit. Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of the stuff in Lord of the Rings is completely practical. And then The Hobbit, it's like they just went, oh, well, why bother? We've got CGI now. Yeah. And it it looks crap. Like, I hate The Hobbit films for the amount of CGI and and poor CGI as well. I mean, we were talking... It just... No. We were talking, obviously, about how maybe Kong is the... I think the... Um, the passage everyone has to take to mm. get into monster movies. I think you all recognise that image of seeing him on top of the Empire State Building. Um, but I mean, before this episode, I went back and watched some of uh, some of the. I, I mean, I, I've obviously watched the Peter Jackson version of Kong, but I think 
to me, I, I can't remember it looking that hokey. And in some of the stuff, it looks really bad. Like, really? you know, where they're, where, you know, where there's a stampede of the dinosaurs yes. and they're like running amongst it all. And like, they randomly just like kick a dinosaur out of the way. And, Does that not look good? Oh, it just looks awful. But I can remember watching it at the time and being like, oh my God, this is incredible. I saw and, that at the cinema and loved yeah. it. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I, I loved the Peter Jackson car. But I can as remember well. it being everywhere for like the, the, the visual effects being like the best that they they they'd been at that time, and the hair and the texture on Kong and everything. And I still think he looks incredible. I think it's more just of like the dino yeah. sort of things. But I think. But again, it's because the, there's nothing there. That's I think real. in the newer one, Kong Skull Island, I think that it it that looks really good. Like the stuff, in, the creatures. Yeah, I think there was some really stylistic good. choices taken with yeah. that though, which made it maybe a little better than. If they'd have just gone, I don't know, because I don't think Kong looks all that different from when we saw him in Peter Jackson's. To no, Kong's but Skull I Island. think that's good because you you recognise him as a character. You don't want if people start about. There's them, only like, so much you can change, though, isn't there? Really, with yeah. an ape like that's Godzilla, it. you've got a bit more leeway because you can make him a bit more hench or fat, as people yeah. said, um, or like his fins and his tail, atomic breath, all of that. They're, they're all things you can design. Yeah. Which, which so cool. if we're kind of moving on a little bit mm. to more sort of present, yeah, I guess, no, not present, but more modern sort of post two thousand sort of time. Yeah, what, what are the monster movies that stand out? Cloverfield. Yes. Okay. For me, Cloverfield. I I hate. I watched fan, this last night. <laughs> I hate fan footage films. Yeah. I think they're garbage. Um, I think they're just. I mean, fair enough. The Blair Witch Project was, you know, it marketed itself really well. Um, I hate the Paranormal Activity films. I don't like fan footage. I think it's really cheap way of doing something. And I think that, you know, there are th- are films that did it well. Cloverfield is one of them. One of few um, that have done it well. I'm not normally a person that enjoys fan footage films. I just don't see the pleasure in watching them. But Cloverfield, for me, genuinely scared me. And I think it still does scare me because it very it feels very real. Well, that's I don't it. know how yeah. they managed to do it, and I mean, I think it's just testament to like the writing. But you completely believe that that it is a found piece of footage from something that happened, <laughs> and you do. I think the first time I watched it, I had to remind myself that it didn't actually happen. I think the thing with Cloverfield as well is something that we've touched on before is that there isn't that huge reliance on seeing the creature. Mm. No, and to be honest, I think you that's actually the do see it more thing. than I remember, though. Right. Um, I because think I, I was a little bit disappointed bits I remember. when you see it close up at the end. I think, well, yeah, I think you're always going to be though, because that's mm. that's the Jaws kind of outline, isn't it? It's always better to imagine what's going on as opposed to seeing it, because when yeah. you do see it, you're going to be disappointed. But yeah, I, I mean, I watched Cloverfield last night actually in preparation for this, because I was thinking about films that I liked, which were maybe a bit more modern, and I can just remember the time that that came out there was nothing really being that that came out like a monster movie i mean now for example you've obviously got godzilla pacific Rim. it seems a bit more saturated the market but um godzilla the marketing everything around that it you didn't know it was a monster film i think until you really got into it yeah but it seemed like the natural next step because if you think about it it, it was only seven years or so after 9-11 had happened. Yeah. And the images you see in Cloverfield are pretty much exactly the same as the yeah. images you'd have seen on the news I think that's why 9/11. it felt so real. Yeah. Was I mean, because you, yeah. you'd seen it. You'd, well, yeah. You'd already seen it. You'd seen the New York getting absolutely... The dust clouds, yeah. everything. It was... The only thing that they took is they took terrorism 
and they just substituted it for a giant monster because yeah. that's and easier all the little for people creatures to watch. as well those little things they make the funniest noise if you can please get a, an audio clip of their noise they literally that can that be the impersonation of the I, d- I can't remember what they sound like so they, there's the bit when they're in the subway and um, can you remember when he flicks on the night vision and then they're on the ceiling and I then can they see the scene yeah. I just can't hear the noise they Liam. kind of <laughs> they kind of just um, they kind of scurry about and then they go wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Like genuinely, they Pac-Man. make they they make a noise that I cannot remember, and I watched it I last night, and I was I absolutely I creasing. This. They fully just go like it's so so good. See, in my head, I don't know if it's because they come from a like the same kind of universe as Clover, but I genuinely remember them having more of like a velociraptor sound to them. More no, of like a, no, no, they, they're fully yeah. Because oh. when I when I think back, I sort of hear scuttly like noises yeah. yeah but there's a bit like where um because i mean that was again that was a really nice blend i think of practical and cg there because if you watch the special features they like built those creatures and there was like a guy in like a glove that was like clapping the jaws down i love the way you're stuff. demonstrating this for the podcast it's, it's, it's cool the people at home know um <laughs> but like yeah they the, the the there is like a bit where it's kind of like biting towards the camera and the noise is just it's everything. It's will, so, so good. I will find it in the clip. Please. Here. <laughs> oh, wasn't that funny? I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, um, genuinely, so good. Anything else? Let's have, let's have one more from you, Liam, and then we'll then we'll move on. If you've got another, yeah, I mean, I I think a film that um, I personally love, which I probably say is one of my favorite, if not my favorite, monster movies, which I think is going to surprise all of you. Um, is Eight Legged Freaks. Oh, I hate that film. Oh, I won't even watch film. that not, film. Not, I watched the trailer and I can't even. You've, no, you've not seen it. Not no. seen it. This is going to be another Michael Myers moment. Me and Charlie are going to end up murdering each other on the podcast. Well, um, we've got to discuss Conskull Island's amazing moment, which you've banned <laughs> me from talking about, but I'm going to bring it up anyway in a minute. This is true. <laughs> um, but I think what I loved about it was the fact that it was very clearly homogen the films of the 50s like Tarantula and, and things like that where you did have the giant spiders um, but they obviously took the CG approach but I just think it, it's it's absolutely fantastic it's pitch perfect in, the, in like what it wants mm-hmm. to do and I absolutely I hated spiders for a long time because of that film and I think if anything like monster movies should make you a little I creeped out I will not out. watch it or arachnophobia or tarantula or anything spider adjacent because I hate them. I feel like that's a clear stance. Yeah, I'm, I cannot Next episode, even... Spider Films. Spider Films, yeah. <laughs> I will be... Just me and you. Not including Spider Richard's gone. Richard's gone. <laughs> Charlie's going to leave. Yeah, no, I can't deal with spiders. So, like, when the... Tra- I remember seeing the trailer for that when it came out and I was like, absolutely I think that was the trailer that got me because it used to be on, like, VHS tapes yeah. all the time. I remember start. going into Blockbuster... That's a bit yeah. of a who, isn't it? Um, what? Sorry. <laughs> I went, remember going into Blockbusters and seeing it when it came out and just seeing the guy on the cover like screaming and this giant f- tarantula running through the desert behind him and just thinking, 
no. Like that I is just, that is not it. a film I'm gonna it. go. I'm not gonna it's, watch. It's such a B movie, but made yeah. like Ugh. so modern. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, yeah. I mean, one thing uh, I know we we've run quite a bit, but I I think it's cool to touch upon. You obviously visited Japan. Yeah. Um, so, did you see anything while you were in Japan? Did Godzilla it feel wasn't like there, a big. He's not. <laughs> no, I, I don't mean was there. he like because you probably wouldn't be with us if he was. But like, was it was it kind of prominent or present in their culture? As when in, you were there? I went to the Godzilla store. There, so there's a store. There's a Godzilla. It's not okay. Lou's booking a one way ticket to Japan. That's it. Yeah, speak. living there. Yeah. And there <laughs> is the there's a Godzilla store. hotel, which and there's a big. <laughs> is it shaped like Godzilla? No, there's a big Godzilla though. Oh, that's like outside. So are we um, next holiday Japan. Japan, and then there's no. It, they've kind of gone down the more kind of cute culture, like, like yeah, everyone I, kind of yeah, like stuff. you go characters with big eyes and. I really yeah. want to go for like the Pikachu parade because that looks but, fun. But no, like yeah, Godzilla is still that very really much surprises a thing. me because obviously kaiju and that whole thing, like just things coming out of the sea and destroying yeah. cities, is like see that's thing, I think like that it? is something that genuinely scares me because. Anybody who knows me knows I have a like a horrendous fear of the ocean. I do not trust it. I do not trust the things that live in it. And I think that's one of the things that probably scares me about Godzilla is the fact that he just lives in the ocean and just... Oh, yeah, a lot of the ocean is uh... unexplored, Charlie. He's there. Yeah. No, but it genuinely scares me. Like, yeah. I, it is completely, I, uh... completely irrational phobia. I do not like the ocean. But it's irrational phobia. That's totally fine. I, I was going to say, I because... think that a lot of people, it's a recognised thing. Jesus, you know, like, yeah, no, it's got a proper name. Like, and wait, I have, it just I, drops off. Oh just yeah, that, no, that's awful. That's awful. You know, I think Dave shared something on Facebook which was just like images. If and it's the name of the phobia of the ocean, which is obviously what I have. But Dave shared this thing, and it's like if you have this phobia, these pictures will unnerve you. Mm. And it's like a child just sitting in a rubber ring. And you can see the sky, but the picture's been taken as if it's been taken through the ocean and the sky. Mm. So you just see, like, the child looking around, looking all happy and above the water. But then you see this f-ing horrendousness underneath where the child's legs are just in the ocean and it's just dark. Like, that scares the crap out of me. Yeah. I can't... I think one thing... Ugh. So when we went to Japan, we went to the arcade things. Their big thing as, as well is, like, mechs. And things like mm. that. So it's, yes. it's still giant things. Yeah, but they've. It was very much sort of you know mech warriors and things like that. And well, I think they tried they hybridized that a little bit as well, didn't they? Because I made Godzilla. a word there. Well, you had Mecha Godzilla, then you had. I'm sure there was a Mecha King Kong as well. And oh, I, I'm sure I have a box set somewhere which is the original Godzilla, the original King Kong, then Mecha Godzilla, Mecha King Kong, and then them up against each other. It's just. There's like eight different movies, sort just of them two. Moving away a little bit from, from Japan, but mm. my favourite monster movie is uh, a South Korean one. Okay. Uh, called The Host. Yes. 2008? Right. 2006. Yep. Oh, oh, God damn. Also, that was on my IMDb list. So. Yes, very good. It is awesome, and it is um, it is a classic monster movie. The scientists dump load of formaldehyde yeah. in a river. Monster. Yeah. Monster kidnaps girl. And then I mean, family yeah. tries to get her back. And it's the thing is with it, I think with a lot of South Korean films, it's got a very kind of weird sense of humour about yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. It's really funny. He, it's he's like constantly like eating noodles or something, isn't he? Yeah. In that the film, whole, I can remember, yeah. It's excellent. It's so good. And it's another one where the CG is sort of done in such a way that it's never 
massively front and centre. No, it's yeah. but it's shown in such a way that is very believable. It's, I think it still stands up today. It really does. I always remember the the shot of the the schoolgirl, well, the the girl yeah. when she gets kind of taken backwards yeah, by yeah. the tail because yeah. he um, the, the dad tries to save her but grabs the wrong girl. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's it. That's literally the sense of humour oh, of the film, no. isn't it? Yeah. He runs to save and his he... daughter and then grabs the grabs wrong child her. and then she just gets taken. But she gets taken away. <laughs> which, if you ever find a clip on the internet of that seal grabbing that girl, it's exactly <laughs> yes. the same grab. Yeah. That little girl just getting sucked into the water by that seal. It's but awful. That, is an, that is an awesome monster movie to check out. Oh yeah, I love and, it. Uh, Bizarrely, the scientist dumping all the uh, formaldehyde into the water, Luke Wilson. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there was, <laughs> yeah weird, weird choice. Weird yeah. choice. Yeah, no, I, I can remember that. I think, actually, uh, it, which segues nicely onto some of the things that we had from social media. Okay. Um, that was actually one of them that's, that some people had kind of said when we posted out about what people liked. Um, so I'll, I'll just quickly run through what, what people have, have said. So, I mean, as we kind of said earlier it's it's weird what people think i guess what a monster movie is yep. what they categorize it as so i think we've got a few suggestions here which maybe don't fit the brief of what we've talked about but um a couple of people have said the descent oh which god i cannot i that see as a monster movie it's it a is great a original creature yeah, terrifying. terrifying oh god it scared the absolute but i guess me. it's not a big stompy maguba yeah. maguba mm-hmm. made a word yeah um Someone said Bram Stoker's Dracula. Uh, I, I should probably be saying names, actually. As in so, the new Dracula-ish. I say new, nineteen ninety two. As in the Gary Oldman. Literally uh, 30 Dracula. years old, mate. <laughs> <New>. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, so it, it was uh, our good friend Jasmine Quinn. She said The Descent on Instagram. That's a great film. Um, uh, one of my friends, like Leone, she said Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, a friend of mine from, uh, from college, uh, Becky, uh, she said The Host. Um, and said that she was quite surprised by it. it was, uh, I it think was a good I film. responded to this. Funny and emotional. It is yeah. funny and emotional. Yeah, which I, I, I think I like Godzilla, but the 1998 version. Yeah, I mean. <sighs> but I think that was partly due to my like. <laughs> Can't get no, bored no, of it. No, I I like it. I I think it's got a certain charm, but I think I liked it as a teenager partially because at the time I did have like a bit of a thing for Matthew Broderick, and he's very much in it. It was also yeah. the first Godzilla film I ever saw. Rick. It was the first Godzilla I think film I ever saw. Godzilla, a lot fair. of Western culture would and have seen. I, I didn't know yeah. about Godzilla before I knew, that. I knew it was like a Japanese I, thing. I know what you mean. I still mm. actually have a model of the um, the 98 mm. Godzilla in my office. It's actually a money bank. And when you put money in, you like... Cool. Yeah, again. But no, really I, I don't job. know, like they lure Godzilla somewhere with like fish and... Loves try it. and explode him, but yeah, I think it was. Well, I think actually turns out to be a female, doesn't it? Yes, and she female. reproduces asexually. God, it's like it basically turned into Jurassic Park at the end. Didn't it, it? Yeah, but, but, but yeah. I, I do well, think the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla had the charm, but only because of my ridiculous crush on Matthew Broderick. Because I think, I think this was shortly after I watched Ferris Bueller as well. It's, it's it very much has its its own thing going, which yeah. I, I I understand. So we've got any more from social media? Uh, Nicole said Gremlins. So, I mean, we kind of mentioned yeah, that really. earlier. I see it. I think it is a monster movie, but maybe one that we'll talk about uh, in more depth on like another episode. Like a creature movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Marcus, he also said The Descent um, on Instagram. Uh, Louise gave us a few suggestions here, um, which I can't believe we've not spoken about any of these, to be honest. If any of them are the Sharknado films, she said I'm Sharknado. leaving. I'm li- Louise, no. we're not friends anymore. I would argue that Sharknado is a disaster movie that just happens to have sharks. <laughs> 
<laughs> just a happy I would mistake. All, I would argue that Sharknado is a piece of shit, no. and mm. we need Sharknado to just know. knows what it's doing. Yeah. And it no, is pitch perfect. No, yeah. I can't. A similar I to, I think, Eight-Legged Freaks, how yeah. that is. I, I think, can't yeah, get on board with it. Like, I just think it's awful. Oh, Ooh. it's wonderful. We'll talk about Sharknado in another episode. I, I think, think we should oh. have a Sharknado episode because... So you're having an we, Eight-Legged Freaks episode and a Sharknado we, episode. We I'm annually busy. watched those, didn't we? Yeah, and we haven't, um, I haven't watched the latest one yet. I don't think I have either. There we go. Oh my... Right, okay. Right, I'm Next busy. Episode. She also said, and special shout out to you, Louise, because I went to go see this with you. She said Piranha 3D and 3 Double D. Yes. Again, two films that just know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, so... See, I, again, thank hate you, Louise. those films. I can't get on board with the Piranha films. I just... I think they're awful. I don't think they're classed as monster movies, though, no. maybe, necessarily. No. But, um, no. I guess... See, yeah. those films I very much see in the vein of the film that you made me watch last night, which was... Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, which if anybody saw my Instagram story, I did not enjoy. So I think this is this is where we should probably kind of <laughs> yeah. wrap it up, talking about the the, the kind Maybe of not so good the spate now of. Yeah, I guess don't, that, don't say I've watched bad movies maybe, for nothing. Maybe it's sort of... <laughs> yeah, please don't tell me I've watched bad movies for nothing. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> ne- um, not so much, I guess, very recently, but I guess maybe five or six years ago, ten years yeah. ago, there was... A spate of mockbusters, yeah, the ones that kind of copied big budget Hollywood releases, and also a spate of new sort of monster movies, yeah, which there was. There was Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus, um, Mega Shark versus Terracuda, I think was one. Mecha Shark, Shark. versus Whale Wolf. Whale Wolf. I'm not I mean, even. Whale Wolf. What did you watch a last night? Two, two something, two tarantulary. So I watched days. Two Lava, Two Lantula. Now Two Lava, yesterday. Two Lantula, I think, is a step above. <laughs> I, I think. Is there a step above absolute? Well, yeah, garbage? there is. If you're that far down. Yeah, I, I genuinely think, like Mega oh. Shark versus Giant Octopus was, apart from the name, was pretty boring. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I did watch it last night and fall asleep mm. shortly after the giant shark launches itself 30,000 foot in the air to attack the plane. Eats the plane. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, I think it was all the science. Yeah. All the oh science. my God, the science. So much science. science. So much it's science. just people pouring different liquids into jars and then looking confused and pissed off with them. And, science. And one the of... transitions in that film. Transitions? Oh, and one no. of my favourite things in that film is... Um, is it when the whale washes up on the beach and it's like had a big bite taken yeah. out? Of yeah. It? Right now, which a doesn't make sense because we've already established that the shark is big enough to bite a plane. Yeah. So it would eat the whale whole. Yeah. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, the scale in the film is a bit it off. Changes. Isn't it changes, but it's the fact that that whale is just basically positioned very close to camera. I mean, yeah, I was just going to say this. Very, yeah. very far yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Doing it's a, just a mini model, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but if you think about it, that's how like they would have done yeah. it back in the day, though. And Which is why I have a soft spot for them. Yeah, I, I kind of I get fair, what you're saying. To be fair, there's a lot to be that. said for forced perspective shots because that's basically what they did with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, with, with loads of things. Loads of films. I think, but yeah, I couldn't. This, I couldn't. That's magic. I, I fell asleep a because I was just knackered anyway, but b because oh my, I just could not. I thought I was going to get epilepsy at one point because of the amount of flashy transitions in that film. The science that just made no sense, and the fact that the, the well, there's an Irish guy that shows up who's Irish for about twenty seconds, mm-hmm. and then his accent just better than most better disappears. Than most. Yeah. yeah, and then the Japanese guy shows up and he's like, "My government don't know I'm here," and then 
Is ends up having sex in a. That was a bit of an impression, though, so, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, oh. No, but he's. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> right. And then. There's. They just ends up having sex in a cupboard with the scientist woman, whose name I don't even know. Because it's Debbie Gibson, though, isn't it? it is Pop Debbie star Gibson. of the eighties. Yeah. Tiffany as well. I think we're alone now, Tiffany. Big star of Piranha, as in like the rip-off of Piranha. Yes. Was it Mega Piranha? Me- Mega Piranha. Mega yeah. Piranha. There was Monster, which was the rip-off of Cloverfield. Yeah. I mean, is... I think that actually kick-started things for the asylum. Yeah. Like because then they just did everything, I didn't mean, they, after that? Got if, that they, if they know that the films they're making are so terribly shit, then fair enough. Right. But Fun fact, they follow Super Freak Media on, on Twitter. So, I yeah, mean, boy. if we needed any other validation, <laughs> the Asylum follow us on Twitter. Thing so is, thank you, Asylum. We actually do love your films. No, genuinely. Like, genuinely don't, don't hate you. With the Asylum... I just want to know if they realise what they're doing is what they're doing. No, they do. How could they not? (laughs) I don't think anyone would look at those visual effects shots when they're exported and go, do you know what, guys? We've won the Oscar this year. But they're great fun. Yeah. I can't, though. I can't, though. Like, just... How the do they get budget for these films? Because Because we keep buying them. No, stop buying them. They're bollocks. (laughs) Their their new zombie film, uh, zombie TV series, by all accounts, is very, very good. Which one? It's on Netflix. It's Black the, Summer. That's Asylum. Is it? Pretty no. sure that's the Asylum release. No. Bear with. To Google. Kind of makes sense, though, in yeah. actual fact, because I did think there was a, an air of... An air of Asylum. Air of Asylum. Bear with. <laughs> but, um... Please say that you're going to talk about Two Lava, Two Lanchula. I'm not going to talk about Two Lava, Two Lanchula, <sighs> which is excellent and hilarious. It's just the one-liners and the camera just That's moving it. in. Like, they knew that they were getting clips for the trailer. I know. <laughs> it just it's keeps so good. So good. We sometimes have uh, a bit of a a crappy film night where Haley's sister comes around and her boyfriend. We we, we watch some crap films and eat pizza. Why not? And we watched one a few months ago now, which I think may have bordered on too bad. Oh, really? Um, Beaster Bunny. Beaster Bunny. Beaster Bunny. Is this an old one? No. I mean, just to clarify, Black Summer is the asylum. Yeah, I thought we continue. That's... Good job. Surprising. And again, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Which is wonderful. Didn't Stephen King say he loves that series, by the way? Like, I'm sure, like, big horror kind of names have come in and said, do you know what, this is actually pretty decent. Oh, Black Summer. Yeah. Not Beast of Bunny. Not Beast of Bunny. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, no. Stephen King is too busy for that. I don't know. (laughs) But it's one of those films where it's a giant rabbit that attacks people. And the science in this is even more kind of science than it is in <laughs> Mega Shark. But if you want a film where the rabbit or the creature very much changes size depending on what situation oh. it's in. Yeah, yeah that's glorious. Is, so is at any point is it just an actual rabbit just stepping on a city I wish. a cardboard? Oh. I wish. It's a thing it's it's a thing. If we can is get it a puppet. Mm. <laughs> is it just like one is of those it CJ? child hand puppets? <laughs> oh no. They do do a bit is of stop motion. Mache? Oh really? But not the way that you want it to be stop motion. Oh so it uh, kind of just jerks. Yeah I think it's sort of, it's a picture that they've sort of moved. Oh but no. It, great. Is it one of those things that like you used to get as a kid, you know where you put like split pins into like their arms <laughs> and legs and you like hang different of. outfits on sort of looks like it. <laughs> Oh no! But great to watch. Oh, great I'm, fun. I, I kind of want to. I do check not. The trailer out I do not want to watch this because I feel like I draw the line 
Yeah. But like, if we're classing the 1998 Godzilla as like a bad monster film, that's where my line oh, no. is drawn. No, no. I think this, no. this is a separate... But I like... The, I like the purposefully hokey yeah. ones. I don't know. I mean, know, they, I they've just... actually just released a mockbuster of, of Godzilla. What's it called? I'm sure it's called just like Island of Monsters or something. Really? Like I don't know. I just feel but like... But there's like a giant... It's, I think it's a starfish. It's a, like a giant starfish. I mean, my boy. It's, oh my God, it's a giant starfish. I take starfish. my hat off to them for making these films purposefully bad, but it kind of annoys me as a filmmaker. And also... No, no I love I it. don't know, like, I feel like... Does it not give you confidence, though? Because No, the because thing is, I feel like our films are better. Ex- yes. <laughs> like, but considerably so. I think so. they're different. But... But yeah, it's like, completely different. I don't know. I feel like. But it gives me confidence to know that they get those films if released. If Asylum came calling and said, "Do you want to direct slash star in an Asylum film?" Yes, it'd be great I mean, fun. Hashtag Asylum at Asylum. Hashtag Please hire me. I am available. Yeah, because it'd be great. Dot com. But I don't know. Like. <laughs> Forward slash. Like Https. I feel like I'm undoing love, all of your love for the Asylum films. I but would like, love to I, work for the Asylum. I don't know. I, ju- I just feel like there are so many films I could spend my time watching and mm. I don't like watching purposefully. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of films out there that I think, oh, I've not watched that film and it's great and it's won awards and it's like critically acclaimed and it's a lot more fun and good. I think and the Asylum I'd know rather watch that. exactly who they're after, their yep. target audience. Because, I mean, I see a DVD cover that's got a, a giant dinosaur attacking, I don't know, a, a building yeah. with a tentacle coming out of the sea next to it. I'm like, okay, yes, do you know what I'm in? Because yeah. how the hell is that going to happen? Anything that we... Any, you go into Asda, yeah. you see a DVD cover. Yeah. It's called Jurassic Games. It's a rip-off of Jurassic Park and the Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah. No. Why not? Legitimately brilliant. No. Who would not want to see that? This Me. Is the thing. <laughs> I don't, do you know what? Do you, do you think you become the voice of reason in this episode? I don't know if it if it is. And please correct me in comments and social media me if I am wrong. But is it a gender split thing? No. Mm. Haley loves it. Amy loves it. I've, that's two women. <laughs> <laughs> Wind tumbleweed <laughs> nailed it. Point proven. Yeah, okay, gender. Fair, fair enough. Maybe it's just my personal taste, but like, I don't know. I feel like I'd much rather watch something think... that's legitimately good well, no, than but... something that's on purposefully bad. But you can't then undermine the fact that obviously, I think there's people like me and you, Jono, who also really appreciate yeah. the films that get nominated for Oscars, mm-hmm. who, by argument's sake, would be the best films that are being made at the moment. Yeah. But we also love seeing. I think a giant crocodile I think if you, in the middle of New York. That's no. it. If you shoot for... Oh, I'm talking about giant crocodiles. Um, the new one that's coming out soon. Um, yes, you showed me the trailer for looks it. Looks awesome. Uh, Alexander Ajar. Yes. yes. The one in Florida. Oh yeah. my God, cannot think of the name. But this is what happens when you're on a podcast. Shall I Google but giant it? crocodile slash alligator in the sewer looks awesome. Awesome. Did you check out Rampage when that came out? Because that was... Rampage. I did not. Just yes. with the Have you seen it? Watched it on the plane. Is it good? Yes. Worth seeing? Because I was going to check it out last night and then I, I was like, maybe. It's, anything with The Rock in I think is good because I like The Rock and he's got that sort of... He, he uh, kind of pulls... He's like the Arnie of our he, time, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's got that screen presence and that yeah. charisma which makes anything that he's in... Crawl. Good. Crawl. Sorry. Crawl. Sorry to That's interrupt the, yeah. but the crawl love looks Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Awesome. Yeah, see, I'm, you see, you didn't really like the look I of it, did, did you? I did not like... I mean, I will, I, go think and, it looks spectacular. I will go and see it. I think it looks so good. I will go and see it, but I very much feel like it's one of those films where 
it changes size. Like, to me, it changes size Because the there's multiple alligators. Yeah, That's but obviously the point. I don't get it. And I don't... No, it just doesn't... It doesn't what, do what, it for what, me. Right, sorry. What don't you get? I just... I don't think it looks very good. Right, so the premise, like... the premise is, is obviously that there's a tornado, yes, which I on its that, own would probably be an alright movie. Mm-hmm. Add crocodiles to it because the house is flooded, or alligators, I don't know what they are. If it's in Florida, I'm assuming it's it alligators. alligators. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. alligators, isn't it? I, I can't. Yeah, but it just, it looks a bit... Awesome. Boring. Correct. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I don't know. Like, to me, it's just like... I mean, I'm sure if I was in that situation, I wouldn't be loving it. But I don't know. I just—it's like a slasher with. I mean, what I, what I will get, what I will say about it is, it is different. Yeah. Like I don't think it's been done before in the way that Alexander Ajar is going to do it. But I don't know. But I think he also it, did Piranha, so I've got I've got high hopes. Yeah. I don't hopes. know. I think if I'm going to go for like a um, what we we are classing on this podcast as like a monster movie, I'm going to go for more of the, like the Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Kong, Skull Island, kind of, and I'm gonna segue in the gas mask scene with Tom Hiddleston and okay. the Slayer. Yeah, just he... just talk about it. Charlie likes Tom Hiddleston. So Charlie's gonna talk about this, <laughs> and then the podcast is gonna end. <laughs> no, I was told so that long. I was told okay. I was only allowed to talk about Kong, Skull Island if I didn't bring up the scene, but I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Which is the bit that you hate. There's a wonderful scene of Tom Hiddleston saving everybody by cutting everything up with a samurai sword and putting on a gas mask in slow motion. And it's just a bit of everything. But she won't like it when 80s pop stars do it with badly CGI sharks. Which, to be All honest, I'm going to say, Mike Drop. I mean... Debbie Gibson. Has, has been 80s Tiffany, pop star. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Um, I'll take Tom um, Hiddleston, I don't thank you. think has been's the word. So I think we've established that the asylum is excellent. Yeah, in no. on every level. Charlie's no. opinions just don't count for this for this. Wow! Podcast. Uh, because, wow! Because Our wrong. friendship is over. It's okay though. Because... Literally, next podcast it's just going to be me and you, and then it's just going to be you on your yeah, own. Yeah, guys, it's been real nice. So I'm I'm out. <laughs> Screw you all. Amazing. Oh. Um, but I think we've touched on a lot of monster movies there, and a lot of or if they touched us. Inappropriately. <laughs> um, just, just, just show us on there. the doll. Just show us on the show doll. Us on the doll. Which is a great segue, Liam, into hey! the podcast for next month, where we're going to be talking about killer dolls. Because we have the release of the new Chucky film, we have the release of the new Annabelle and also that horror classic Toy Story 4. Oh, Toy Story Toy 4. Toy Story 4 and uh, Genuinely Play, terrifying moments, actually... though, in the Toy Story series. Like, mm. Sid, Toy Story 1, hello. Yeah. And they homage The Shining a lot in that film. So, yeah, a lot yeah, to talk about. Yeah, let's not get you started on Toy Story now. Do not but even get me started. We are actually going to go and watch Toy Story and Child's Play now. Double feature right after At this podcast. Cinema. What are you watching first? Uh, Child's Story. Play, Toy no, Story. Wow. Toy Story first. Yeah, and then we're finishing on Child's Play. I know what we're doing. I booked the tickets. We have booked these seats for us. So. Amazing. Yeah. So that's going to be next month. So we'll see you next time. Remember, keep it creepy and see you on the other side. We did it this month. We did it. <laughs> Yay. Charlie's wrong.
Jaws was on last night. Sorry. Jaws is also considered a monster movie yeah. according to IMDb. It's just a big shark, isn't it? So it's the mouth. Big animal. You're a big animal. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's recording. That's going at the end. Wow. <laughs>